everybody. Welcome back to Weirdo Talking. I'm your host, Opasna Raghu. And if you're listening to this on the 6th of August, well then, happy water balloon day! We're just gonna ignore what just happened. Um, <laughs> uh, For this episode, we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ plus movement, the community. Um, we'll, be, we'll be talking about the history. We'll be talking about laws um, that help them, laws that are going against them, all that jazz. And um, before we begin, I just want to say, if you are part of the LGBTQIA plus community, I support you with my entire heart. I love you because, I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. Um, sexuality should not matter. A gender identity should not matter. You are human and you deserve to be treated with respect. I just wanted to say that before we begin. And also, let me know if I say something wrong in this episode. I am still trying to educate myself. So if I do say something that's offensive in any way please let a girl know i will apologize i promise so let's just get right into it um if you uh, if you are unaware and you don't know what what is happening here well then let me tell you so what is lgbtq what is lgbtqia what are all these terms what is going on here well basically it's initialism um i think that's what it's called basically each initial it stands for something um and we'll just go through the first few for example L stands for lesbian, G stands for gay, B stands for bisexual, T stands for um, transgender, uh, Q stands for queer, or it can be questioning, um, and then I stands for intersex, A stands for asexual or agender, and all of these, but there are a bunch of these terms, um, different versions of it everywhere. Um, they're all very, they're all just trying to be very inclusive, and I think that's really great. Um, but yeah, it's basically like an umbrella term. It's an umbrella term for like, for sexuality and gender identity. Um, so you can also add like um, pansexual, you can add unsure, you can add acutious, you can add two-spitted, you can add uh, straight allies. All of those are um, there, I think. Um, before we get into the history and then the laws and all that, let me just say that 60% of my listeners are Indian and then 25% are like from the United States and then there are like smaller percentages from other countries and I love you all so much. Thank you for listening, by the way. Um, but I wanted to talk about LGBTQ history in India because not many people know much about that and not many people are familiar with all the laws and neither am I, I learned all this while like re researching for this episode. Um, so we will be focusing on Indian laws and Indian the Indian history with like LGBTQ and stuff. But we'll be talking about like the American history as well uh, with LGBTQ. Because like, first of all, I just I want to focus on um, LGBTQ in India because there's this like myth for some reason that LGBTQ is quote unquote American and th that it's an imported disease. Um, I think this member of the Rajya Sabha, his name is, I think his name is Subramanian Swami. Um, he basically said that fighting for LGBTQ rights um, is an American game. 
I what? What do you mean, bro? Do you have brain cells? But anyway, I want to smash that myth in this episode, or at least try to. Um, and yeah, let's just get started. Let's go back in time a little. Let's time travel together. Oh, how romantic. You and I just flying through time. Let's go back. And so they say that the first evidence of gay relationships is from ancient Greece. Um, but that was mostly between like older men and like boys. Um, and in the 20th century, America saw a lot of progress um there was a bunch of like there were a bunch of like gay bars coming up everywhere and everyone was celebrating but they were like often raided by the police so like i mean in 1962 a gay march was held in front of uh an independence hall uh the independence hall in philadelphia and some historians um mark that as the beginning of the modern um gay rights movement but most people believe that it started in 1969 on the 28th of june um this was when the police raided the uh, stonewall inn in new york city so protests began um everyone was fighting um and this most people think that this is when the um, gay rights movement started in the United States, at least. Um, and also, we have to talk about Miss Marsha P. Johnson. Um, she was a black uh, transgender woman, and she's credited with um, leading the uprise and starting the modern gay rights movement. And also for putting the um, T in LGBTQ. Um, let's all applaud for her please we love her we stan um anyway <laughs> um also um in 1977 by the way the first study of homosexuality was published in india um and a year after that in 1978 gilbert baker was um he was like an uh, American artist, he was um, an activist and designer, and guess what he designed? The rainbow flag, a worldwide symbol of LGBTQ pride. So things were going great in America for the LGBTQ plus community, but in the 80s, the world was hit by the AIDS epidemic, um, and everyone blamed the gay community. Um, it was literally called the gay disease i think um and no government was like acting quickly to stop the virus because of that okay um sorry i'm recording this the next day um so if the audio sounds a bit off i'm really sorry but i just felt the need to say this what's that guy's name what the fucking um a da baby dude go get a life what do you shut up what is wrong with you don't throw around words like they mean nothing. It's not funny. It's not, oh, yeah, no, blah, blah, blah. no, shut up, shut up. Don't throw around words like they mean nothing. Don't say such insensitive things. Educate yourself on why it's wrong to say these things. AIDS is not a gay disease. Okay? And to, don't, oh, my God, it's so frustrating. Um... Let me just read this little um, paragraph from the um, Human Rights Campaign website. This article is about um, myths that are 
myths around surrounding HIV and AIDS, um, just listen to this. While rates of uh, AIDS HIV are disproportionately higher among members of the LGBTQ community, HIV is in HIV is by no means confined to LGBTQ people. Anyone, regardless of their sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, or other factors, can acquire HIV. Calling HIV a quote-unquote gay or quote-unquote LGBTQ disease is medically untrue and only serves to perpetuate harmful stereotypes about people living with HIV and members of the LGBT community. Okay, now back to the episode. Um, so LGBTQ people fought and people were coming out because the problem with homophobia is that people don't know who are part of the LGBTQ community. Like people don't know people who are gay or um, identify as something other than girl or boy, you know? And great organizations were coming up. Um, Ellen came out at uh, on Time Magazine at the time and Elton John came out. So many celebrities were coming out and so many movies were coming out about LGBTQ stuff and laws were changed and then there was marriage equality. Um, and that's incredible, but this is what everyone hears, and this is LGBTQ history in America. Well, let's get into more of the LGBTQ plus history here in India. Remember when we were talking about um, how there's a myth that LGBTQ plus, um, the community and fighting for LGBTQ rights is an American game, uh, Mr what's his name subramanian swami he said that um well there's a lot of incredible queer history in india as well like for example in the kama sutra there are like there's like a vivid description of getting physical pleasure from male male sex and stories from bengal folklore um two women who make love uh, when their husbands aren't there, two widows, um, and they make a baby with no bones, which is really cool, <laughs> but also, whoa! There are like old tales and scripts talking about um, men effeminizing themselves to worship Shiva, um, and now we'll just go on a train ride because so much, so many tales just tangled up together. Um, stories, there are stories of like Shiva becoming a woman on, and dancing with Krishna. And speaking of Krishna, there are stories of Krishna dressing up as a woman and becoming a woman called Mohini in Mahabharat to marry Arjuna's son. Um, because uh, Arjuna's son was about to be sacrificed in the Mahabharata war. And so um, people in Pondicherry, I think, they celebrate this... Um, they celebrate Arjuna's son's marriage every year because Krishna uh, became a woman called Mohini and married him. And the thing is, literally at the end of that story, um, Mohini actually wails. She's like, she cries her eyes out when um, her husband dies. Also, I was talking to my mom about this and she said that even Arjuna himself um, from Mahabharat um, became a woman at one point. Also, y'all know Mr. Um, Narad Muni, 
There are stories of him falling into a pond and emerging from the pond as a woman. Wow. What? Oh my god. So these things always existed. Like, this is... This was always that. I mean, it wasn't very common. It was very, like, rare. But no one hated anyone. No one looked down upon it. But when did the... When did everything just fall apart? When did the things turn around? When did... When did homosexuality start to be seen as a crime, as a disease? Well, things changed in 1861 when section 377 was introduced into the Indian Penal Code. Section 377 basically says that homosexuality is against the order of nature. So homosexual activities were a punishable offense. Okay, but like, y'all are out here saying that homosexuality is an imported quote-unquote disease. No, homophobia is imported because you know why? You know why? Because the British introduced Section 377. This happened when the British Empire was in control. This happened not only in India, I mean, a bunch of British colonies. The British introduced this like Victorian idea that homosexuality is just alien. And Indians just are have been like they they just adopted this victorian thought that homosexuality is just unnatural and so when the, the this was like so like rooted like people thought this was very important for indian culture all of a sudden um even though that's not true there's a lot of rich queer history in india so it was so like people were just so brainwashed by this and so when even when like stories or like uh poems came out by some people when they where they just like mentioned homosexual acts like there was this um i think there was this collection of tales or poems or something called chocolate it was published in uh the 1920s and it talked about uh homosexual desires and it caused an uproar because homosexuality is just not something you should ever mention so we'll just take a little, like, jump in our history class. Um, so in 1994, um, hijras uh, were granted with voting rights. Also in 1994, the first petition to go against Section 377 was filed, but it was dismissed. <laughs> but in 1999, Kolkata hosted the first Pride March in South Asia. That's so cool. That's awesome. So let's take another little jump. Um, 10 years after um, the first Pride March in South Asia, um, 2009, Section 377 was decriminalized. People realized that it goes against basic fundamental human rights. So homosexual activity was decriminalized, but it wasn't legalized, um, as in it, like homosexual activity was not a criminal offense anymore. Um, but it wasn't legalized. But, you know, it's still a great thing. Yay. I mean, this is awesome. It We've made so much progress. Yay. But wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, that didn't last too long. Because, you know, our great Supreme Court 
um, was just like in 2013, they said, um, hey, remember when we decriminalized uh, Section 377? Well, we'll just like set that aside now. Um, it's criminalized again. Little blam blams of human beings. I don't know what to call these people other than that. Like the only words that are coming to my mind is blam blams. They are blam blams. So a bunch of people were like, hey, what the hell? Why would you do that? And they signed a bunch of petitions and to, you know, decriminalize uh, 377 again. Um, but it was all dismissed. And January of 2014, the Supreme Court gave the reason. Um, the High Court has noted that a minuscule fraction of the country's population constitutes LGBT people. I, what? What does that even mean, Mr. High Court? By the way, the same year the Supreme Court set aside the uh, 2009 order to 2013, you know what else happened in 2013? The UK legalized same-sex marriage. Let that sink in. Like, the, the people who criminalized homosexual activities a hundred years ago are, have legalized same-sex marriage. The people who introduced section 377 into laws have now legalized same-sex marriage and we're still thinking uh, yeah homosexuality just goes against our indian uh tradition and culture sorry well anyway in 2014 the indian psychiatric society released a statement saying that homosexuality is not a disease so the supreme court um in April of 2014, uh, they ruled that transgender people should be treated as a third category of gender. And in 2017, the Supreme Court allowed people from the community, from the LGBTQ plus community, to safely express their sexual orientation. Um, but the thing is, they didn't retract any laws criminalizing homosexual activities. I can go tell everyone, hey, I'm a lesbian, but I can't date a girl? What do you mean? <laughs> what? Also, I forgot to say this. Um, in 1996, a Hindi film called uh, Fire was released. Um, and it was basically about like a lesbian love story and it caused an uproar. Um, there were so many protests, like, that were going against the film, and literal, like, political parties, like, BJP, were, like, attacking theaters and burning posters of the actors? What do you mean? Why are you doing that? And it was just, and this is just, like, one example. This has happened for so many years, everywhere, all the time. So many protests saying that homosexuality is not normal. It's so new. It's dangerous. Oh, you kids are crazy. Well, uh, shut up. Literally, all we want is some peace, maybe. Like, come on, please. Maybe, like, come on. We just want some basic human rights. The right to love. The right to be ourselves. Is that too much to ask? What are you saying? For So for years, LGBTQ plus activists have, like, fought back. They've they've you know done the counter protests um and so many fights with the law uh so much social work these people have worked so hard and we will continue to work hard um so much activism and finally people took another look at india's 
amazing queer history and all that. And y'all, guess what? After all of that hard work, on the 6th of September 2018, guess what, y'all? The Supreme Court of India legalized consensual gay sex. Yes, it's extremely fucking exciting. That's awesome. But we still have a long way to go um, because like 30% of people in India are supportive of homosexual homosexuality, okay? And I feel like, I, at least I think that that's because they don't know much about it. They're... Some people that that are there are some people who are scared of it. So like, why aren't we all talking about it more? Why aren't why isn't this all like taught in school? So listen, homosexual activity in India legal. Same sex marriages in India unrecognized. Also in India, there are no laws um restricting to like discuss or uh, promotion of LGBTQ plus topics. Um, the right to legally change your gender in India, that's legal, but, you know, requires surgery. Um, LGBTQ discrimination in India, no protections. Um, there, there are no known anti-discrimination protections um, that exist for uh, sexual orientation or gender identity. Like, you know what I mean? Same-sex couples cannot adopt. Um, homosexuals serving um, cannot serve um, in the uh, military. Uh, that's illegal. Oh, and by the way, uh, conversion therapy is banned in India uh, on the 7th of June 2021 uh, in delivering the verdict on this case. Um, they prohibited uh, conversion therapy uh, in India. India is the second country, only the second country in Asia to ban conversion therapy. And of course, um, the equal age of consent in India, it's equal. So the age of consent is 18. So obviously, we have a long way to go. And also, I think that it's really important that they let same-sex couples adopt. Like, so many couples want to adopt. Like, so many same-sex couples want to adopt, but they're not legally allowed to, and that sucks. It can help the environment as well. Because like, um, environmental degradation, degradation, one of the main causes is like deforestation, right? Well, why do we, why does deforestation happen? Housing, one of the main reasons. Yes, we can agree. And why, why do we need more houses? Because overpopulation, more and more, and more people need houses. Connect the, the, the dots, Supreme Court. What the hell? Okay, so that's my little overview of history and laws and all that um, with the LGBTQ community. Um, now, what are some ways to be a good ally? Let me tell you. Just be open to, like, learn, listen, educate yourself on all of this. Because I was so unaware and I was so, like, because... I was going through like some personal like crisis, <laughs> like I was questioning my sexuality and for like a quick second I questioned like who, like my gender identity and all that and I didn't know anything, I didn't know where to start, I didn't know anything and that was so confusing and so scary that I had to like educate myself on it. Like why aren't we taught all of this in school? Why aren't we taught all of this in school? Because people commit suicide. 
out of confusion and out of like being scared of getting rejected from their families. It's so scary. So please educate yourself on these things. Educate yourself on the laws and all the history and everything. Also know that the way the things you say really do matter. Okay? Because don't go around saying bad words. Okay? Like like you can say fuck, you can say all that, but like don't don't say offensive stuff. Do not do that because it really can hurt someone and you don't want to do that. It's awful. And make it a problem in your head. Like if you are regu- like if you like just say that casually and now you're like, "Oh, maybe I should not say those things just so casually those bad things." Well, then you got to start with, you know, being aware. You got to make it a problem in your head and you got to, you know, work on that. You got to stop saying those things because it really does hurt people. You got to educate yourself on why those words are bad, why those, you know, why those stereotypes, why playing into stereotypes is bad and all of that. Um after the pandemic, you can you know go protest you can go on those rallies and all of that and even if it's someone you love even if it's your friend who's like making jokes about um being gay or like something like that just let them know let them know that it's wrong to do that you can love someone and still like be mad at them for saying something like that and if they say oh it's just a joke let them know why it's not just a joke and why that's serious and you shouldn't joke about those things let them know because it's important and i'm really glad that in like 2021 we're like calling out people for saying such offensive stuff like it takes nothing it takes literally nothing to just be kind and be accepting you got to support everyone I mean not murderers please don't support murderers or rapists um but like it doesn't matter like race sexual orientation gender none of that matters we're all human and we deserve to be treated equally you got to fight for that you got to fight for equality also very important thing do not do not bully anyone <laughs> and don't be silent if you see someone bullying someone who is part of the LGBTQ community. Do don't just ignore it. Don't don't be silent. And stand up for your friends. They need it. Also another very important thing, respect people's pronouns. Respect their pronouns. Go with their pronouns. Also amplify like voices from the LGBTQ community. Like share things on social media. Share like share things in your class. Um and do things like this like um talk about it on your podcast um talk about it on your instagram page talk about it on your youtube channels do all of that because it's important we all need to talk about it also do not do not out anyone without like don't don't do that it's their story it's their it's their life it you they can choose to come out whenever they want to and don't don't out them before they're comfortable with doing that. Let's get into some questions now. So, um Sanju asked uh the controversy of being LGBTQ in India. Ooh. I wouldn't really 
really call it a controversy. There's just a lot of stigma for some reason. And uh, obviously we covered it in this podcast itself. Um, people seem to think that like um, LGBT, the fight for LGBTQ, like equality and uh, their rights, um, all of that is just American for some reason. I mean, they think that, but we have so much, again, so much like, like such great like i was going through the stories from like ancient india that like have to do with homosexuality and it's incredible these stories are just so beautiful and so in so amazing but people don't seem to think about that and i don't know why um for some reason the british came and they just kind of brainwashed us and they were like yeah no, homosexuality is a sin and you better die if you're, you know, part, if you're gay. So, yeah, I don't know why it's so, like, sinful. I mean, also, like, sex is a very, like, taboo topic. Also, people think that there are only, like, a few gay people in India and people seem to think that it's a disease and you can just change it. It's just a phase. Even if it's just a phase, be supportive and just... Like, maybe it's not a face. Like, think about that for a second. Um, someone said, how can I educate myself more on the topic? Um, girl, I don't know. I, it was so difficult. I did not understand anything at first. I was, like, texting people. I was like, how do I learn more? I feel so uneducated, blah, 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 blah. And I just, I just put in some work in the past few days. I was just like, I gotta make a good episode on this. Um, and I hope this episode helps out a little. Um, but there are a bunch of great um, documentaries on YouTube. There are great um, articles about it. Um, on Wikipedia, there's like this separate section just for like uh, the section 377. See all the laws that include, that are included in section 377. Um, you can uh, go see, like, there are a bunch of great, like, Instagram pages dedicated to, you know, supporting people from the LGBTQ community who are struggling and all of that. Okay, so Takshila said, um, can you talk about how it's okay for a person to make a joke like, oh my god, I look so gay? Like, that's okay because when a, per when a person from the community says that, they are making a joke referring to the fact that they fit into the stereotype, or at least the outfit does. But it's completely not okay for a person who is not from the community, even an ally, to make that joke. I agree 100%. Um, of course, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm, I, I'm really scared to say anything right now. Um, but like, let me know if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is correct. Um, if a person from the community is like, oh my god, I look so gay, it's because they're like playing into the stereotype. But a person who is not from the community, don't do that. That's also sexist. If you're like, ooh, I'm wearing a pink dress, that makes me girly. No, pink is a color. Blue is a color. Red is a color. Does, do, why, when did people just look at the color pink and be like, mm, that is code for vagina. So yeah, I think that's, um, that's, accurate i agree with that um and it was perfectly phrased by the way um takshila also asked maybe talk about um it's how it's definitely not a choice yes um 
it's definitely not a choice. Being homosexual is not a choice. Um, identifying as something other than um, female or male, that's not a choice. Sexual preference and identity is like biologically determined and the government should be protective. They should protect um, people from the community from discrimination and bullying. It can't be changed. I mean, or like some people who are bisexual have like a preference. Like, um, I'm bisexual. I like boys and girls, but I like girls a little more than boys. That that can be a thing. And of course, people have the right to engage in gay sex or have homosexual relationships if they choose to do so. And they shouldn't be punished for it. So I mean, yeah, um, people are allowed to you know experiment, see what they're see, you know, question their sexuality, see if, you know, their sexuality is different from what they thought and their identity, gender identity, and all that. But also, don't call it, if a person is gay, don't call it, don't say that they made that choice. It's not a choice. There are, there are also, like, I think there are, like, actual biological factors that drive um, homosexuality. Being gay is natural. It's not alien. Um, so stop saying that, hey, why are you gay? Just change yourself. That's not possible. Also, like, I'm not educated on this much, so I'm not going to say a lot. You can choose whether or not to, like, act on your feelings. And psychologists don't um, consider sexual orientation to be a conscious choice um, that can, like, just be changed quickly. This is why, like, conversion therapy is awful like because you can't just change it's not it, you didn't make the choice you didn't want to like you weren't born and one day you were just like hey today i'm going to be gay that it's not how it's that's not how it works <laughs> please tell me if i said something wrong um next question someone asked have you ever questioned your sexuality or gender identity Ooh, um, I feel like this should be another episode by itself. Um, I mean, yes, I have. I have questioned my sexuality many times. Um, I always question my sexuality, actually. Um, and it drives me insane because I'm just like, I just want it to be one thing. But also, it's like a spectrum. So, yeah. But, I mean, my gender identity, I've only questioned that a few times um i think i questioned it um two or three times um during quarantine last year um and that didn't that didn't really go anywhere um like i am a very like again i'm not like in support of this word but like i am a very much like the stereotypical quote-unquote girly girl um and i don't know that just kind of and when I like, and I've always described myself like that, I always feel like that. But so like when I, since I have done that, since I have like, just put it in my head that I'm a stereotypical girly girl, when I like blur the lines a little, it makes me question everything. Um, I know that's bad and I'm trying to work on that. Um, because you can be a girl and not like pink. You can be a girl and not be very like shy demure um very like this and 
don't laugh too loud, don't be too quote-unquote masculine and all that. So that kind of, <laughs> I like how my voice just changed so dramatically. Um, <laughs> but um, I have questioned, uh, I have been questioning for a long time with my sexuality. Um, so yeah, but I'm not gonna say too much because I'm not too sure of what I am. I'm not too sure of anything. C questioning and like coming out, it's just so scary. Um, so this episode was incredible. I'm so happy I made this episode. Um, it was incredible. I love doing research for it. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Um, and, uh, I will see you next Friday. Oh, by the way, if you don't know, yes, I have a schedule every Friday, 3 p.m. PST. I mean, 3, what? PST? 3 p.m. IST, Indian Standard Time. Okay, y'all. Please, someone tell Upasana that she's the dumbest fucking human being on the planet because, um, I'm sorry, I forgot to say bye at the end of that episode while recording. I guess I was just too sleepy. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, um, I'm here again recording. Um, and yes, we have a schedule. Um, 3 p.m. Um, IST every Friday and 2.30 a.m. Uh, PST. And um, thank you for listening. I love you all so much. Next episode will be about mental health again. So be on the lookout for that. Um, follow me on Instagram at Weirdo Talking. And my main account is um, at upasnaraku underscore. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And bye-bye now. <laughs>